Hey, hello everyone out there. This is another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler, as always. I hope y'all out there are doing good, being safe, feeling healthy. How are you, buddy? I am okay. I feel a little uh, recovered from the other night. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, hmm, yeah. W- what do you mean by that? What do you mean recovered? Just, I feel fine. I, f- I felt fine. <laughs> I uh, just, I had a lot to drink on Friday night. We were all hanging out, and, uh, you know, it was just up late. Online, we were being responsible. Yeah. We're not actually hanging out. No, we no. Have to, we have to be clear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just ended up being up late, then just got shit sleep and very little sleep the next day. So Saturday was just not a great, great day. Felt very, very groggy and slow. Um, so today I'm feeling a lot better. <laughs> All right. Good to hear it. Yeah. Uh, you might notice that this week we don't have much news to talk about. You might notice if you're paying attention to the video games industry, there's just not much happening at the moment. But, uh, Tyler, we did play some games. Uh, I guess we can talk about Friday. Uh, y'all started before I did, but we played some Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah. The perpetually best-selling Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> played some of that GTA Online. Yeah. We did. And, yeah, we I, I had a damn good time playing that. That was probably one of the most fun times I feel I've had playing Grand Theft Auto Online. Um... So, trying to think of what really happened before you got on. Not a lot, to be honest with you. We we played around. We did a, one that race that we ended on, but it was just me and Sam. Uh, so, that was fun. But then, um, we basically hooked up and played golf. Um, me, Sam, and Keith. And then, at that point, we just went to the casino. Um, and then you got on, so... Uh, golf was fun. I really blew it on a couple of the holes. I think Sam ended up winning and he was plus six. Oh, um, and I think, I, I think I was plus 12 and Keith was plus 11. I think I just, I had, I think there was basically two holes that I just really overshot initially. One of them ended up going out of bounds. So then you get an extra stroke added to your score and it just spiraled out of control (laughs) but but golf is such a good time in that game it's just it's kind of funny how almost every time we hook up in Grand Theft Auto Online we're like we gotta play golf Um, oh yeah because that 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 is fun yeah it's golf is a good game to you know just fuck around in yeah if there's a golf game like I feel like golf is one of those mini games that, uh, you know, just translates very well to hanging out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I agree. Um, so, yeah, we did that. Then we fucked around for a little bit, got the cops on us. Um, and <laughs> this game's just so crazy because you can just do whatever. Like, Sam found this buggy basically and we were up in the mountains and i'm just we're just driving around this buggy he's the one driving and sam being sam just 
goes up this mountain, starts going down the other side, and then just bails out of the buggy while I'm in it still in the passenger seat. I didn't even know he was going to do this. So I'm just barreling down this fucking uh, mountain and flipped many times. I think I ended up dying. It was it was ridiculous. Uh, so that even just doing simple stuff like that in that game is fun. Um, but I think the big thing we did is we uh, ended up... Checking out that casino for the first time. Oh, um, yeah. what, what do you think of it? I, I've been to the casino before, so I, I kind of knew what was up. Mm-hmm. What, what's your first impression of uh, this gambling house? Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting, and and I I enjoyed my time in it. Um, and uh, well, first of all, like visually, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's. It's cool how much Rockstar like kind of brought it to life to make it feel like a actual casino, and it's interesting just how many things there are to do in it. Um, we ended up playing like blackjack. We played roulette, um, and then when when you got on, we were playing three card poker. Uh, and, and I mean, all these things are fun. I wish it was a little bit more competitive amongst ourselves because you're playing against a dealer um but you know it's it's still a good time to 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 bet and uh, see how much money you can win i think after the wheel spin i think i ended up getting like seventy thousand dollars or something when we checked out it's got a lot of a lot of cash um and i mean (laughs) the, the other thing we did we were doing like right as you were ready to to get on, we were doing horse racing. You can bet on virtual horse racing, which is such horse shit. And I don't think I won anything. Um, like, it tells you the odds to win. So, you know, you can bet on whatever you want. And But I think I, I even tried betting on horses that had the best odds to win a couple times just to see if I could win anything. And, it, and they always ended up, like, finishing last. So, lost a lot of money on on horse racing, but there's a lot you can do in it, man. It's it's crazy, and it, it was it was funny once you got on and we were all going over to play poker. Of like, my character's dressed up in a suit. Your character looks pretty nice. Keats in a suit, but he's purple and he has this ridiculous Willy Wonka fucking top hat. And and then there's Sam who made a new character. He, who has no shirt on, chest hair that's just gross and shaped like a bra, pink cowboy boots, and a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, he he was um he was doing a lot there. My outfit is more of like a biker outfit. That's that's what I was going for. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. It was a uh, that was a fun time. Uh, Definitely. I, yeah, I, I like the casino, um, but yeah, I just, I, I do wish the poker were, like, actual poker where you were playing against the people at the table. Yeah, I agree with that. It would have made it a lot more fun. Like, the Red Dead Online poker is definitely much better. Yeah. Uh, maybe we have to, I, hmm. Maybe we have to go back into Red Dead Online. Maybe. I mean, I, I have not played it since that one night. We all ended up playing a bunch of it. Um, so I, I have not checked it out in a while. I know they've had a lot more. So, yeah, we might have to do that. 
Uh, but the what we ended on was this one stunt race, um, which is a pretty simple track. It's just an oval, but it's really wide and uh, has some some boost pads along the way. And man, that was a that was a fucking good time that race. Um, yeah, up until you know the last straight yeah. where you decided that uh, even though I was in between you and the boost pad, you were going to go to the boost pad. <laughs> I did. I you had no right to do that. Uh, no, I was holding position. <laughs> you were, but at the same time, I knew if you got that boost pad, it's over. So I was just going to try to. We were like neck and neck, so I was just going to try to, you know, uh, kind of bump you up so we can both hit the boost pad and race to the finish. But yeah, I ended up turning you. <laughs> And then there was there was some chaos between Keith and Sam. I don't remember how that happened either um, on the last lap. And what what's fun about that race though is like no matter how, there's kind of a rubber banding thing going on. Like no matter how far behind you are, you can get caught up pretty quickly. Um, and the way you can kind of draft each other makes you not really want to be in the lead at the end. Uh, and it's a little strategic there and yeah it was a it was a rowdy good time i liked it yeah uh it it was fun it's it's very unlike a lot of other racing that i do (laughs) yeah yeah definitely i mean the way the cars control in grand theft auto is just they're very floaty um and so you can even spin yourself out pretty easily Oh yes, you can absolutely. So, <laughs> so yeah, that that was that was that. Some GTA Online. It was it was fun. I I enjoyed my time. Um, let's see. Before we even played GTA Online, we played a little bit of Overwatch, um, and just did some quick play classic sort of stuff. So basically, how it used to be before they changed, you know, how some of the matchmaking works. Um, and I, you know, we had some pretty pretty good matches for the most part. They did add a new character, Echo, um, and she is really weird, um, but not. I, I I feel like I would have to spend a lot more time with her because, um, like, her abilities are cool. So you, she just fires these like kind of standard. It's kind of like three three rounds sort of thing out of her hand basically uh she kind of floats around she's super slow which apparently they had to really slow her movement speed down because if she which i can understand because if she was fast i can see her really fuck shit up uh you she also has this like beam that she can shoot out of her hands uh that's pretty powerful and these other sort of almost sticky bomb sort of things um and then her ultimate she makes a copy of herself uh, and then you get to do some other stuff uh, during that. So she's a really interesting character that I want to play as more. Uh, I just, I, I don't know. I think it was also the map that we were playing on because it was not going well. Our, our team was getting fucking smashed. Um, but yeah, Overwatch is, Overwatch is neat. Uh, still, it's fun to get back to every once in a while. I uh, I'm very close to prestiging again in that game so i mean you you go up to level 100 and then you basically start over again 
Uh, so I'm technically like level 196, I think, mm, in that game. Okay. Uh, and also, I, you know, I, I we played this game a lot for a number of years at once it came out, and uh, still, I think I looked at my time because I was curious. I, I put 125 hours in Overwatch, so a lot of a lot of time, a lot of good time there. Um, and then, yeah, so after Grand Theft Auto Online, you and I played some Apex Legends, some of that duos. Yeah. Uh, they've added, well, it's been in for a week or two now, but there's a permanent duos mode. Uh, they've also changed the way uh, matchmaking works and the map selection works. Um, it's on a rotating map uh, kind of deal happening. Uh, I think it changes every hour or so, which map is on which hopper and yeah it's uh i enjoy that model because uh if you want to do ranked i think ranked is the fixed map thing still like whatever season it is uh yeah that doesn't change but yeah i i enjoy you know going back and forth between the maps yeah i agree i, I think it's a good idea and but well, i mean do you think they'll they'll get another map out here maybe in the next season or two I, I hell if I know like what what are they going to be able to do? Yeah, who knows? Because uh, you know, World's Edge has been out for a while. I think it would just be nice to have a little bit, you know, one other map to to rotate through. But regardless, I mean, the two maps they have are are fantastic, and uh, we didn't have too much success. I feel until the end, um, the final final couple matches we played, we were. We were there at the end, but, you know, getting smacked. Yeah, I mean... Also, being, being uh, you know, drunk playing it was, wasn't the yeah, best. Yeah, that, that probably <laughs> um, lessened our chances of actually winning any of those. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, hey. Yeah, but it was a fun time. Uh, I, I think we both, like, picked up the Sentinel and started using... It's, it's the new weapon that they introduced mm-hmm. this season. Yeah. And yeah, that thing... Packs a punch. Oh yeah, it does. There was I I enjoy using that thing. I gotta use it a lot more, but that was that was fun to use. Yeah, you can pretty much strip shields in one shot, and then uh, if you get a headshot on, like you can just you can really do some damage with that if you're accurate. Yeah, Indeed. and you kind of have to be be it being a bolt action uh, rifle. Yeah, kind of have to make every shot count. Right. Yeah, so that that was that was fun. Uh, before everybody got on that night, I ended up doing some Modern Warfare as well, just dicking off in that. Uh, season 3, it's the first time I played since Season 3 started and the new Battle Pass and everything. There's not too many changes. I, I wasn't able to play on the new map, um, which is that Backlot remake, um, but ended up just completing some challenges. You know, Modern Warfare is a... Damn good time. I didn't understand the whole ranking system, so like it kind of resets you back to level 55 every season. I didn't really understand that, so when I started up, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I was level 70-something last time I played. It makes sense. So. Oh, let's see. What else have I played? So, I really... So, basically, I had... Wednesday night, Friday night, and Saturday night 
to play video games. It was in, like had a decent amount of time to play video games. And Wednesday, I had a super duper stressful day with work, and I ended up having to work really late. And then I had to mow the fucking lawn because it was the only day that it, we were really going to get sun over the next few days, and it was getting kind of kind of high. So by the end, but so I mowed the lawn, ate dinner, and then. At that point, I was, like, wiped out mentally. So, like, I didn't really get to do anything Wednesday night. I played a little bit of Animal Crossing and Luigi's Mansion, but that's it. Um, Just wanted something chill. Friday night, we ended up doing stuff. And then, because I was up so late and drank so much and got shit sleep Saturday night, (laughs) I was not really feeling too much at all. Uh, or anything like intense, so I ended up starting and played a chunk of uh, the second Borderlands 3 DLC. Um, and so it's uh, what is it, Guns, Loves, and Tentacles, I think, and it's mm-hmm. uh, about Hammerlock and Wainwright. Uh, Hammerlock, you know, people who've played Borderlands 2 know, know uh, Hammerlock. Uh, and then Wayne Wright is in Borderlands Three, and um, he's a pretty pretty cool character. And uh, so far, I'm really liking this DLC. And there's some the just again kudos to the art team over at Gearbox because some of the environments they have crafted throughout the entire game and then these both these DLCs so far are just so cool and so much fun to be in and I think it's just an overall really really big step up uh, for uh, over Borderlands 2 so uh, basically I, I forget the, the planet's name but it also has a really goofy name um, I'm forgetting a new planet but uh, there's this place, this town called Cursehaven, and it's very, like, gothic-inspired with its art. Uh, so a lot of, like, creepy stuff, a lot of dead people just around with, like, no emotions. Or I found this one di- guy that seemed to be dead or really crazy, and he just couldn't stop dancing. And I'm like, okay, this is really, really stupid. But it's got a really cool atmosphere to it and then what what i'm liking a lot so far as well is there's just new enemies to fight um and some kind of challenging enemies as well i mean there's there's these guys that just have some crazy fucking shields that are really hard to take down and then they spawn these like eyes basically and these eyes can shoot at you and then he's shooting at you and that that combined with all these other enemies that are around, some of them have these giant, uh, like, literal shields that you got to break, and they're just charging at you all the time. Um, there's these other, like, they're, they're almost like uh, dog sort of creatures, but uh, they there's one of them that is a howler, and so you got to take this enemy out that's... that's basically making a shitload of noise and just keep spawning all these enemies so quickly so pretty frantic uh gameplay so far uh with it and and i'm curious where the story is going to go i think i'm i think there's six story missions and i'm a decent way into the third one so i'll probably try to just pound that out 
sometime soon. Um, yeah, Borderlands I, 3 I've, keeps I've going. Been, uh, I've been eyeing up Borderlands 3. It's 50% off currently. Mm. Like, you know, it might be it might be the time. Maybe. I mean, there's there's a lot of content there. It's it's very fun to play. Um, and and yeah, I think I think they if you're you want more borderlands it's more borderlands it's it's not really anything more than that but but i i enjoy it's kind of relaxing at times even if it can be kind of frantic in terms of its combat um just getting its own like uh, and also you know i'm really enjoying a lot of the post like story campaign things that you can get into like the mayhem mode is so fucking cool it's just like Let's just crank... You can crank the difficulty up as much as you want. And the more you crank the difficulty up, the harder it's going to get, but the more rewarding it's going to be. That's just such a good idea. And uh, so playing with that is is a lot of fun. Uh, and then the Guardian ranks that you unlock, which are kind of like the badass tokens from Borderlands 2, um, but just a little bit different. There's, there's three different trees that you can go down and some of them you're just unlocking like weapon trinkets but some of them have like legitimately awesome skills that i almost wish i could have had uh in the base game i mean they're not super game changing but they're just enough to to help out like one of them that i'm uh, close to working towards is so in borderlands if you go down you enter fight for your life sort of thing uh and if you take out an enemy, then you get second win. You can come back. Uh, but when you're in that mode, when you're down, you can't really aim down sights at all. And so I'm getting an ability that changes that. So once I go down, I'll be able to aim down sights, which is pretty cool. Um, and then even just some of the other you know, basic skills that I've gotten. Like I have this skill now. Like Basically, it's the more... more killing I do of enemies the faster my character gets so I almost feel like fucking Octane in Apex Legends when when you can you know inject yourself and just run around like a like a maniac it's it's wild um so there's some just really cool late game stuff that I'm I'm glad I'm getting to um and yeah they have this whole Revenge of the Cartels event going on right now as well which uh kind of changes a few things in the world there's some cartel enemies that you'll run into and there's a whole quest for it as well um and then the last thing i did in that game is this was kind of an older just basically mission that they dropped um it's called uh, takedown of the malawan black site and it is so fucking hard that I have no clue if I will ever be able to do it without or just by myself. It, it, it feels like a raid, but Borderlands style. Like, you're just entering this facility, and it's not like a circle of slaughter sort of thing, which uh, I'm also doing some of that, which is really fucking hard. But it's just every enemy is like elite or, or a badass ranked enemy, and just so much shit getting thrown at you it is just insane um and you have to work your way through this whole whole place until the end and 
So yeah, that's that's a tough time, but it was fun and once again like a new new location and very fun. Very fun to see, but I didn't I did not get too far. <laughs> cool. That's, that sounds good. I you know, maybe it is time. Maybe it maybe maybe there's there's some good stuff there. Um good stuff the 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 more you play it i'll say that because borderlands 3 starts really slow i think you start on pandora which i mean there's a couple cool locations you end up going to but you know you've been to pandora for so long in throughout borderlands 1 and 2 so it's like eh, i don't know how i feel about this sort of thing but once you get to some of the later environments that feel fresh for a Borderlands game and and then also just some of the side quests are, are just goofy um, like I, I picked up a side quest out of this DLC where it was a DJ and she wanted me to go record some sick noises for her and okay. so I literally like I had to go kill a certain enemy because when you kill it it, it lets out this like horrifying noise that she wanted me to record i had to run over bandits because she wanted the splatter noises of them dying and just stupid shit um so the side quests are pretty pretty good in that game i think they're fun all right uh so yeah i think that's it i really really wanted to play final fantasy but i was just not not in the mood almost every night because i just felt fucking tired but uh, i'll get back to it um I think the only other thing I've played is what you and I have been playing. That is that Divinity Original Sin 2. And man, is that game great. Just gets oh, yeah. better and better. I love it. Yeah, uh, I think as we are unlocking new abilities, new spells and stuff, uh, just expanding the possibilities for combat, I, th- I think we're having a lot more fun with it. Um, yeah, it's it's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, uh Larian Studios is making some of my favorite RPGs in that style and I'm really excited for what they will do with uh Baldur's Gate 3, yeah. but Divinity Original Sin 2 is just fantastic. I I am enjoying every aspect of that game. Yeah, me too. And I mean I'm really enjoying the the storytelling and some of the choices we get get to make like um you know, one one of the choices about a particular character we had to make towards uh the end of us playing yeah. last week like that was like kind of a tough choice to make and i'm like eh, this could go either way but i don't know i think we made the right choice we got some good gear out of it <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but yep that's 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 a great uh measurement <laughs> yeah definitely there's just so much to think about with that game and you can really just take it whatever way you want to take it and uh, even then, like, yeah, the combat just gets better and better, and, you know, we've, we've been successful pretty much every fight, but, you know, we ran into that, um, that Voidwalker and his crew, and fuck, that was a tough fight, and that we did not end up winning either, No, but I, 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 I like our chances if we went and fought him now, though. Oh yeah, I think that's that's on our to do list. Yeah, definitely because we uh, we got just better gear, we got better armor, we got new abilities, so we got we got a little bit of, way better things to do. We leveled up a little bit, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I I also just can't get over like it just 
the environments are so fucking cool to be in. The music is some of my favorite music I've heard in a long time in a video game. And even just, like, the voice acting. The fact that, like, everything is voice acted is just amazing to me. And that stuff's just super well done. Uh, it's a game that I uh, find myself thinking about a lot. Um, and that I just want to play more and more and more. I mean, it's it's so good. I, I'm as much as I like doing this show. I'm I'm excited for when we're done because we're going to go play more <laughs> Divinity Original Sin two for another three or four hours, and it's going to be just a damn good time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah, I'm. I am I am enjoying the way that we are developing our characters. Oh, Meat yeah. is a fucking <laughs> tank. Oh my gosh, it, it's it's uh, interesting how you know because that game works is if you you have health, but then there's uh like physical yeah. armor and then magic armor, and I think every one of our characters has I don't know forty or fifty physical armor but you have like what 115 or something with meat (laughs) and so you just you eat everything and it and it you know makes makes me think like i think we can win just about everything because you have a tank and and now you're getting abilities that'll really help that too yeah i i just got a taunt ability that will uh force uh, enemy characters to attack meat instead of uh, all the other squishy characters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's a lot of fun. Uh, I I love I love Fane being the cleric slash necromancer. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think I think that's a hilarious combination. Yeah, and like I- I'm growing like very attached to all of our characters, like to the point where. I don't ever want to switch them up either uh, Mm -hmm. if we even get the chance just because I like the way we're building them but then I love their personalities and you know it's just it's a very memorable game and and we're only I don't know 12 hours into it really so we have a long ways to go still but can't get over how how good it is yeah uh yeah, I mean, there's always room if you want to explore those other characters. You can do another playthrough solo yep. if you want to do that on your own. Yep. Uh, and yeah, that, yeah, um, yeah. This is this is one of my favorite games, uh, favorite genres of games, and this is probably among my favorite in that genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, Divinity. I, I agree though. It makes me really excited for Baldur's Gate 3 to the point where that's probably one of my most anticipated games now. And I after we finished last week, I ended up watching the trailer for Baldur's Gate 3 on Steam and holy hell, that game looks good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think Larian really knows what it what it's good at and is playing into that a lot and yeah. yeah it's good. Agreed. I think that's it for me. Are you lying to me? Oh, you, are, are oh. you seriously? Are you seriously telling me you didn't play any more F one twenty nine? No, I, I did not. I did not. No. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, well, I, let me back I'll up. I'll leave you this. I did play some Project Cars two and did not fully enjoy how that game felt. Uh, what what were you? What cars were you racing? I was doing the Formula. What's what's the lowest class of it? I forget. Uh, so you start. didn't start with the carts? 
No, I didn't start with the cards. Okay, no. so I think you were starting at Formula C. Formula C, yes. Yeah. That would Why did you do that? I talked for like weeks on end about how that was my least favorite I series. I know, I know, but I, I wanted to get through it so that I could keep going and with the other ones. And to me it's it's not one hundred percent a realism thing, which Project Cars two has a lot of. I just even going through like a simple corner I just didn't even like the feeling of that. It, it just something about the game just felt off to uh, to just what I'm looking for in a racing game. I I have no doubt that that game's great, and you know you obviously like it a lot. Uh, I just don't know if it's my sort of thing. Yeah, there there's so. some tuning things you might have to do with it, like uh, different assists that you might want to turn up or down to uh, give you a little bit more control. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that game is setups too. Like, oh yeah, like, sometimes I I have to look up setups online just to get a car competitive in that game. Yeah. So yeah, that that might be a, a another bridge for you. Yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty intense, but like. To me, like F one twenty nineteen is just that is exactly what I'm looking for in a in a sim sort of racing game. Um, the exact right management in in strategy and in all that. So I think I might just wait for F one twenty. Okay, all right. <laughs> which uh, which is probably guess... a good thing because there's so many games I need to play and I need to stop racing so much. Even though I love it so much, it's just uh, th- there's just a list of even just 2020 games like Final Fantasy, and I want to get through Ori and all the stuff. Of like, racing's great. Need to stop distracting myself. But how much racing have you done this week? Uh, well, I guess before we get to that, on the topic of racing and F1, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure if you watched it. The IndyCar Challenge on iRacing, no, uh, I, I broadcasted on NBC Sports. One Lando Norris entered that. Uh, mm-hmm. McLaren F1 driver. Uh, he's really fucking good at iRacing. Really? He was making these uh, IndyCar drivers look like fucking scrubs. <laughs> Man. Like, he, so he qualified on pole. Uh, his pole time was three-tenths higher than uh, the next qualifier. Wow. Uh, so he held the lead for, like, I want to say 12 laps, maybe? And then... Uh, he pitted, and he spun out on his on his uh, outlap on the final corner of uh, Circuit of the Americas. You know that hairpin mm-hmm. right before the start finish straight. Yep. He got frustrated because he went a little bit wide and got on the throttle too fast. He spun out and still managed to claw his way through the field like it was wa- like watching a fucking hot knife through butter. How he oh, was wow. just cutting through the field. That's crazy. And they're all professional racers. Not, I guess not all of them have the same sim experience that he has, but just like for pure racing, he was overtaking everyone, and he actually managed to come back and win that race. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I, I would yeah. love to see what would happen if he hopped in an actual IndyCar. Not saying he would cut through the field, but I, I, would, I would like to see that crossover. So you, you say that... Like, maybe not expecting it, but there are rumors that he wants to drive in an Indy 500 Ooh, sometime. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, he's actually looking to get into uh, the next round of that IndyCar Challenge to 
go because they're doing it at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I, I know there's been some drivers that have crossed over. Like I, I think of uh, Juan Pablo Montoya. I think he was an F1 racer and he's yeah. done IndyCar. He did NASCAR even for a while too. Um, so I, that that crossover, like I would I would love to see Lewis Hamilton hop into fucking IndyCar and race in the <laughs> Indianapolis 500. I would love to just see how he does, you know, and then even vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. There, th- that was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I did some eye racing myself, uh, not in Indy cars. I was doing uh, some Mazda races, uh, the Mazda MX-5 Cup races, and uh, yeah, I was. I'm I'm having a good time with it. I think, uh, with the exception of two races, one of which I got disqualified from. <coughs> disqualified yeah what happened i mean it was a longer race it was in a technically in a different series um but you can only have 17 incidents in a race before you're disqualified uh for example going getting your tires off the track counts as an incident uh light contact with the barriers doesn't count but it can go up to two for major contact with the barriers uh, any contact with another car is four incident points. Oh, holy shit. And this was a, oh, I want to say, a 30-lap race. And they didn't adjust the incident count for that. So, yeah, on, I think on lap uh, 24, I was uh, I was disqualified. Oh, that sucks. Even Even if the incident, like if someone hits you, yeah, there's there's no blame associated with it. They don't they don't do fault tracking wow. in uh, i racing. Okay, but generally people are pretty good. Um, a lot of those incidents were my fault. A lot of uh, going too hard and getting off track. Like a lot, like most of my incidents were just uh, exceeding track limits. Gotcha. Uh, but a lot of the other races I I had were so much fun. Uh, even if I don't necessarily qualify well, I feel pretty good about the race uh, because it's, yeah, it mm. qualifying is one thing. Being racy and knowing how to drive through traffic is uh, is another, and I, I'm feeling more confident on that. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I also on the flip side went to back to GT Sport for a little bit, uh, doing. Practicing what I've learned in iRacing, some of the technique and some of the things to look out for. Uh, I went into GT Sport, and I managed to grab a win in a GT3 class race on Fuji Motor Speedway. Cool. Uh, Went from 6th to 1st. Damn. That's good. Uh, Yeah. And, yeah, it was a four-lap race, and I think I actually won by, like, three and a half seconds at the end. Nice. That's awesome. So, yeah, that was was a lot of fun. I also participated in the Nations Cup in GT Sport. Uh, This event round was in carts, and that was a lot of fun. (laughs) I only only climbed two spaces. I was uh, qualified eighth, came up to sixth. But it was, like, really neck and neck. Like, we were three wide going for fourth position on the last lap. And I kind of lost out. But, mm. yeah, it was it was really close. Wow. 
Like, and we only finished, like, I want to say eight seconds behind the leader, so, like, it was a 25-lap race, and we managed to keep it that close. Wow. That's awesome. Love competitive racing. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, especially when people, you know, decide to participate in a manner that is uh, not being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I've generally been getting with uh, iRacing, and maybe to a lesser extent GT Sport, I do see some bad actors there some still occasionally. But, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I, li- I like racing. Racing is a lot of fun. Yeah, it really <laughs> is, and especially just... You know, not not having real racing to watch right now, I think, makes me want to just do more racing in general. Just because I, you know, it's so so fun to watch it, but then also to to race it, and you're just kind of craving that experience. Yeah, uh, I've been trying to convince myself not to buy a sim racing seat. Oh God! The whole, you know, that whole cockpit rig <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh man. But they're so nice. Yeah. You're you're going deep, dude. <laughs> yeah, I. That might be in the future, maybe not the near future. Yeah. But I'm. I, I really enjoy racing, and I think I'm. Yeah. I I think I'm gonna keep keep doing it. I, I upgraded my license class in i racing. I'm no longer a rookie. I went, I, I've upgraded to the D-Class license, and I have more events available. I bought my first bit of content in iRacing. Oh, cool. Uh, so iRacing is a subscription-based service, uh, and it comes with some tracks and cars. Uh, but there are, there's a lot of stuff that you have to buy mm-hmm. in addition to your subscription. Mm-hmm. Because these are like laser-scan tracks, laser-scan cars, mm-hmm. to be as realistic as possible. Uh, so I bought Spa. Okay. And that, you know what? For twelve dollars, that's a big track. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm fine with that. And if I have to buy it to race the series that I want to race, sure, why not? Yeah, Spa's a great track too. Uh, you can also actually earn iRacing money uh, up to forty dollars a year just by participating in races. Oh wow! So yeah, every year you you can buy. Probably about any combination of up to three tracks or cars. Wow. Right on. Is there a battle pass in iRacing? No. You, it, no. <laughs> darn, no. Darn. It's, it's not video gamey. Darn. Come on. I shouldn't even be talking about here. It's sim racing. Yeah. Dang. Uh, but yeah, that that's the racing I've been doing. Uh, I guess sticking with driving here, I've, I've played some American Truck Simulator. Ooh. Uh, delivering some packages. I've been driving a lot of heavy cargo. I got the heavy cargo DLC. So I'm driving around these huge-ass bulldozers <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> and it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of fun, but it's it's very different from other cargo. Mm-hmm. Acceleration is, uh, is a problem sometimes. I, I'm trying to save up to buy a big, beefier engine. Uh, yeah. Nice. That's that's good. It's a good zoning out game, especially when I'm like listening to other stuff. But sometimes that can be dangerous if I get distracted. <laughs> I end up crashing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, American Truck Sim. Good chill game. Uh, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I 
I've been playing some Fallout 76. I oh, played a few hours. boy. Played a, played a few hours before we uh, started this. All right. Uh, went through some more of that NPC quest line uh, where you're tracking down this guy, Crane, and his treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they decided to do some really fucked up shit. <laughs> Uh, so there is a type of enemy in Fallout 76 called the Scorched, which are kind of like ghouls, except it's this weird other infection thing. And Crane is in the attic of this person you've been working for, and he's a Scorched guy now. He was infected, and now he's a Scorched. Mm-hmm. He just he was just up in the attic this whole time you were doing these quests for these NPCs. <laughs> Nice. Really fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it, it's. I am enjoying Fallout seventy six as a thing that I engage with with uh, like once a week for like a couple hours a week. Yeah. But that's about it. Um, Have you run into anyone or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, someone decided to drop a nuke in an area that I was trying to explore, oh. and that was. That was a thing. <laughs> Do you see the nuke going off and everything? Oh, man. You no, know, actually, it might not have been a nuke. It might have just been a radiation storm, but, like, the sky went green and shit. Oh, okay. And, yeah. That was... Uh, there's dynamic weather in Fallout 76. Is that a thing? <laughs> oh, God. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I, I still need to play more Fallout 76 to know what's actually there. Yeah. Because I, I haven't even played through the base game shit. Mm. <laughs> uh, but I guess other than that, that's all I've got. Um, not going to talk about Final Fantasy until you've caught up a little bit because there's stuff to, uh, there's stuff to talk about. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to just play this week. You, I think no matter what... No matter how I feel, fuck it. I'm just gonna play that game. I'm I'm uh, feeling Divinity has me really feeling just playing RPGs right now, and oh yeah, like I, you know, whether it's Divinity or, I guess the three I'm playing is Divinity, Final Fantasy VII, Borderlands Three. Like it doesn't matter. I just want want a game where my character's getting better, the numbers are going up, and it just you know there's an investment there. That's just kind of kind of how what, how I'm feeling right now. It's just RPGs in general. So excited to play yeah. more. Alrighty. Uh, well, hmm. How do I want to go about this? You know what? I just left off with Fallout 76, which is an RPG. Uh, let's talk about this bug in Fallout 76. Uh, there is currently a bug <laughs> where NPCs are permanently stealing your stuff if you die. Wow. I don't think that's a bug. I think that should be a feature. Yeah. I think if you die around an NPC, they have every right to steal your shit. Yeah. I, I, th- and to be honest, the stuff that you're you're losing is like fucking... It's, it's junk. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you get... You drop scrap when you die. You don't actually drop guns and shit. Uh, but I guess apparently, according to this glitch, they are stealing weapons. Uh, I don't know how this happens, because, um, 
Every time I've died, the only things I've dropped are uh, are scrap items. I don't I don't understand how this is happening. Hmm. I think this is you know. Uh, Bethesda games typically have bugs, and yeah, they probably shouldn't have bugs, uh, but some of them are goofy and fun. This one seems to me like something that's goofy and fun in a world like Fallout 76. I think it almost makes sense in a way. <laughs> mm-hmm. To have your shit taken by an NPC, that's that's hilarious to me. Yeah, and, you know, I guess presumably you could just go fucking kill that NPC and take your shit back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Fallout 76. <laughs> I mean, it's less buggy now. I, I haven't really run into anything crazy, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's in a solid place at the moment. All right. Well, Tyler, it's time to get into some numbers. All right. March's best-selling games according to NPD. We've got 20 of them, and I'll start at number 20. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, which is the campaign that you buy within Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. Is that number 20? Number 19 is Mortal Kombat 11, 18 Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, 17 Just Dance 2020, 16 Madden NFL 20, 15, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX, 14, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, 13, FIFA 20, 12, Red Dead Redemption 2, and at number 11 is Neo 2. Uh, number 10 is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 9, Borderlands 3, 8, Grand Theft Auto 5, 7, Persona 5 Royal, 6, Doom Eternal, 5, NBA 2K20, 4, Resident Evil 3, 3, MLB The Show 20, 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, number 1, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah. Uh, I guess... Well, of course Animal Crossing is the, bi- is the big thing uh, this month. But, yeah, uh, Call of Duty's still going strong. Uh-huh. I, so, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, isn't there usually a drop-off for the Call of Duty? Like, usually. a few months before the new one? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's still... Still up there, number two this month. Yep. Um, yeah. I, 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 good. No, I, I, I'm just saying I, I'm not too surprised by anything on this list. Uh, I, I mean... I'm a little yeah. surprised. So NPD goes a couple of days into the following month. I am a little surprised at where Doom Eternal is and where Resident Evil 3 is. Um... I really would have thought Doom Eternal would have been up in probably the top three or four um, with how much hype was behind that game. So I'm kind of shocked that Resident Evil 3 outsold it. Um, Now, I don't know if Bethesda is a publisher that does not allow their digital sales to be tracked. I don't remember if they are or not. So maybe that's a factor. But I'm I'm just a little shocked there say that I, I just would have thought doom eternal would have sold a little bit better even though that they were saying that the launch was a very successful one um so but i think it's great to see like persona 5 up there number seven is awesome to see neo 2 on this list as well i think it's great 
Um, but yeah, otherwise it's not too shocking of a of a list. Um, but March overall was a really great month for video games. Hardware sales were up 63% over March 2019. Uh, Nintendo Switch was the best-selling console of the month and uh, set an all-time record for hardware units in, in a March month, which is awesome to see. Um, software spending for the first quarter uh, was up as well. Or no, Q... Oh, no, let me back up. I read that wrong. Uh, Q1 2020 hardware spending is up 2% over last year. Uh, let's see here. Even just about everything else is up. Game cards, yeah, um... accessories. It's awesome to see that, you know, with still what's going on in, in the world, that video games as an industry is at least still remaining vibrant. Um, now who knows how long, uh, that will last because if software starts to dry up and then it becomes a little harder to go buy hardware. And then also if, you know, places like Amazon are maybe delaying shipping hardware because it's a non-essential thing, maybe the effects will be felt as we get into April and May, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, what we will not see, however, this year, Tyler, is another WWE game. Yeah. And maybe that's a good thing. I would think so. Uh, yeah. Um, they say there's going to be news about what they're going to do with the WWE franchise coming on Monday. Uh, but, goddamn, 2K20, as I remember it, fucking garbage. Absolutely. Um... But yeah, we'll see. I I would be interested in a good wrestling video game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember playing them back on the PS1, and I haven't really played any of them since, but they were really great games back then. I, I loved playing them. And um, what, what did I play? SmackDown vs. Raw? I think it was. Um, yeah, anyways, that, that game was great. But I'm curious what they do... If they aren't having a mainline game coming out this year, like, is are they doing something a lot smaller? How hacked together is that game going to be, if if at all? Maybe it's been something that's been in the works for a while. Um, but WWE 2K21 not happening makes sense, not only because of, you know, work from home things is difficult, but... You know, it's kind of hard to do any sort of motion capture or anything like that if they wanted to put in new new animations or new wrestling moves. That's something that can't really happen at this point in time. Um, I don't know how long it takes for for a video game designer to incorporate that sort of stuff, but it makes sense to me. But the, the and then also just how trash 2K20 was. Yuke's not being on the franchise anymore. Like they need time to like completely rebuild it. Plus, next gen is around the corner, which traditionally sports games are terrible at the beginning of each generation. So, just yeah, axe this year. Maybe come back next year or something uh, with a brand new next generation game that's hopefully not as buggy and. In trash. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if games cannot be trash, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that would be a great thing, but yeah, we know that doesn't happen. All right. Uh, well, I guess speaking of trash, GameStop news. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess this isn't a trash story here, but no. uh, GameStop is trying to make some moves to make uh, their business viable. Uh, we've got uh, what? What's what's his name? Shit, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. George the Sherman. Man, see, yeah, George Sherman is taking. A uh, salary reduction of fifty percent. Yep. Uh, Jim Bell and the rest of the executive leadership team are taking a temporary thirty percent cut. But yeah, the, a lot of cuts coming at the top for wages. Which, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe that should have been done earlier when your business was in trouble. Right. Uh, I think fifty percent of a CEO's salary is still pretty comfortable living. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, well, they're, they're, they're also eyeing up, uh, opening their stores as, as it becomes legal in area, certain areas. I know South Carolina and Georgia are trying to open up their states. Uh, some countries in Europe are opening up a little bit. Uh, so yeah, GameStop is trying to be front and like on the front line of being the <laughs> first, one of the first uh, stores to open, which I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of that, <laughs> to be honest, based on what they were doing before they closed with, uh, how they were not equipping their employees to properly deal with sanitation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how they handle the reopening. Yeah, I hope they, I hope they take it a lot more seriously and you know give their employees the proper um things to clean their stores and all sorts of stuff because that's just not a good thing uh if they do not do that but i think these are all good things if they want to save their business and i'm yeah, but <laughs> I agree with the point you made like yeah gamestop has not been doing well for a number of years now and Maybe they should have thought about taking some salary reductions in the first place. I'm curious what it is, though, or how much this helps. Not that we'll ever know, but, you know, a lot of CEOs and partners of uh, big corporations like this, like, they have stock and all sorts of shit of how they make their overall salary. So I'm curious, you know, them reducing it. You know how much how much is that really going to help them? We'll see. Yeah. Uh, you know, when with businesses, so many businesses closing. You know, uh, it makes sense for GameStop to want to come back, even though it is a non-essential business, and even though they argued against that. Um, but yeah, hope people are safe if they go into a GameStop and hope. GameStop can keep people safe when they're in there. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Uh, before I get into, before I talk even more about uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, how about you get us with this one that you've added in just before we started? This stuff about 
horizon in the, the just the franchise in general here. Yeah, this comes from Video Game Chronicle, uh, kind of a potential scoop here about uh, the future of the Horizon franchise, and that Guerrilla is planning Horizon Zero Dawn to be a trilogy, um, and so it says here that. The next installment, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, started development soon after the first game's successful release. Initially, the game was planned for PlayStation 4. However, it thought it thought that the development has now entirely shifted to the PlayStation 5. Uh, apparently, the scope of Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is gigantic, with a larger game world and more freedom to explore than uh, the first game. People with knowledge of the game also in indicated the inclusion of a co-op feature, although it's not clear if this will be delivered uh, in the main game or something different. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's it for the most part. It sounds like they were talking to some people, and that's this is potentially where uh, Horizon could be heading. Which, uh, you know, a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn's a no-brainer. I mean, e even, like, uh, what, Javina Gavankar kind of leaked that out, that she was doing some voice acting for it, and, you know, they've been hiring and all sorts of stuff. So, And that game was so successful that a sequel's a no-brainer. Uh, but what do, you, what do you make of, I guess, the scope of the game being bigger than the previous one and then potentially even some sort of co-op coming to the Horizon franchise. Uh, so, I don't think it needs to be bigger than the first Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I think that that game was... The map itself may have been a little bit too big if that was one of my criticisms of it. I feel like, yeah... There, there was, there was already a lot in Horizon Zero Dawn, and to make that even bigger, I'm, I'm just afraid of what will be lost in that, uh, in in the chase for creating a bigger game. I would have rather it, maybe even gone the opposite direction and just been more focused. Uh, I, I enjoyed the story of Horizon Zero Dawn. I. The open world nature of it was a vehicle f to tell that story, but I don't, I don't think they need to expand that. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much agree with what you're saying because, you know, I, I, I didn't think Horizon's world was too big. I, I actually don't. I think it was as big as it needed to be, but even then, you know, there, there was some. Some downtime, I guess, in going from one place to the next. That if you expand that, how how much downtime are you going to have? Like, are, are are they filling that with cool things to do or, or to find? I would hope so. Um, I don't necessarily think games need to get bigger. I kind of hate that they keep getting bigger and bigger because <laughs> they yeah. keep getting fucking you know, longer and longer because they're bigger and bigger. And, and sometimes it's awesome. Uh, it, you know, the Witcher three is a huge world that, but I think it works for what it is. Um, but then there's some, some games like, uh, as beautiful and, and detailed as it is like the world of red dead redemption Two, a little bit too big 
for for in my opinion, at least to me. Um, so I would just love if games actually got smaller or stayed the size that like I would I wouldn't mind the map of Horizon Zero Dawn, but like that size, but just way more detailed in what to do to make it feel alive. Like that's that's what video games need, and 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 not just to get infinitely bigger and bigger. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and what I'm also afraid of is like not necessarily the area size getting bigger, but like trying to cram too much stuff into this game. Like, yeah. I think Horizon Zero Dawn was 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 great, uh, but some of the things I didn't necessarily love about it was how densely packed some of the stuff was. Like, there were so many collectibles in that. Yeah, there was. Like, it it it, it felt almost ridiculous how many collectibles there were, but. Yeah, I just I hope they show some restraint with Horizon Zero Dawn too. Yeah, yeah, me too. I I don't need Horizon Zero Dawn to be Assassin's Creed Odyssey in terms of so much shit just packed in that game. And I loved Odyssey, um, but it's an exhausting experience, and not not every game needs to be like that. I, I liked that you know Horizon, you know for the most part had a just a just the right amount of stuff to do. Um, like, with, with Horizon, I, I don't need the world to get bigger. I, I, I feel like one, one thing that uh, with Horizon that just wasn't the best is, like, the side quests. Like, they were okay. Some of the side characters were just okay. They weren't really that memorable. And I'm not saying they're not... They can't beef that stuff up in the next game because I feel like they will. But uh, that's a that's a focus that that I think I would rather see Gorilla focus on rather than just making the world bigger. Um, you know, let's beef up the writing because the world's fascinating, and I want to know more about you know these people, how they live their lives, and maybe some of their past or something like that. Like that that's something that I would love to see. Rather than just a big world, what do you think of co-op? I mean, would you play a? Would you like Horizon to be co-op? I don't need it. Yeah, they sh- me either. I I'd prefer they not spend time trying to make that a thing, and instead, you know, f- I guess focus on other aspects of the game. Like, I, I don't see what I'd gain from playing a game like uh, Horizon and co-op. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the things that I liked about Horizon is that it was a single-player game where, uh, you know, I liked kind of getting in the grass and, and hunting a little bit and planning some things out and and that kind of solitary sort of thing. And um, I, I feel co-op makes it a little, a little interesting, but it's not necessarily something that I would... I would want either. It makes me think like if the main campaign or is co-op, um, if you're if you play it by yourself or is there like a companion character that you're always with? Maybe um, I'm curious how they how they would do that. I don't know. Regardless, I'm I'm excited for more Horizon because I, I like the gameplay of it and the world's cool. Um, I just don't know how these things will pan out, but I'm curious. We shall see. Alrighty. 
Well, Tyler, it's it's time to talk a little bit more about Final Fantasy XIV because it's been a while. It's been a while since I even mentioned it. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with it at all? Um, I've been reading up on some of the changes they've been making recently. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been playing it so much. Um, I'm mostly waiting for what here is the 5.3 update, which was delayed. Um, but yeah, we've got some details on it. Uh, they will... Uh, yeah, they're going to be adding the new... Uh, alliance raid for the near automata crossover um that's that that's that's the thing i'm looking for man yeah i want i want to know what's happening <laughs> with that near automata crossover yeah that's cool um they're also doing an overhaul for the base game uh said they're um removing or condensing 13% of the main quest line uh a lot of that being filler that you God, Tyler, if I told you about some of these quest lines, you'd, you'd probably never even look at Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> there's, there is this one quest line where you were getting wine and you were making... Okay, you were procuring wine for this guy and it's all just a fucking huge line of fetch quests. Mm. Because they... I think the story around it is this guy doesn't want you to actually do it because because he doesn't believe that you're actually capable to go and fight this big enemy at the end of the quests. Um, but yeah, it's... God. It is so fucked up. Yeah. Like, so many goddamn fetch quests yeah. in, that ma- in that Realm Reborn uh, quest line. Well, that, that um, makes me think of, like, uh, The Witcher 3... Uh, you know, there's the one quest about that frying pan, I think, at the beginning. Um, but then, I mean, it, it, these doesn't sound as involved as what you're describing, but just something stupid. And then there's that other quest in The Witcher Three where you have to go get like a pot or something for some, for one of those big rock ogre sort of creatures. I forget what they're mm-hmm. called. I'm like, that was fucking pointless. But it, sometimes those those kind of pointless filler quest can stick with you for a little bit but yeah that's that's not as involved i, I imagine you probably spent a lot of time doing that yeah <laughs> god it's a whole thing where if you think it's as simple as going to retrieve this bottle of wine you are wrong <laughs> <laughs> that wine doesn't exist anymore but and the the grapes they you they made to well, the grapes they grew to make that wine don't exist anymore, but do they? Is there, is there this wild strain? Go investigate that. God. Wow. Fucking. Crazy. I do like Final Fantasy XIV, but A Realm Reborn can go fuck itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the 5.3 patch. It'll also allow you to finally finally be able to fly and do use your flying mounts in the old zones um, because flying was a mechanic introduced in heaven's word uh, but up until this patch uh, you weren't you will not be able to um, fly your mounts um, in the old zones from a realm reborn which is a pain in the ass and why a lot of people don't like to revisit those zones because it's just so much slower moving around than in the new zones. Gotcha. 
Well, that's that sounds good. But yeah, I I'm really excited. Um, the new dungeon. It's called the Puppets Bunker. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. The the fights in uh the first one, the Copied Factory, were really fun. A uh, lot of fun mechanics. I I'm excited to see what they do with this next one. Cool. Thank God, the art style and the music. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, even this, this concept art here looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah. It, 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 um, this is the patch that got delayed? Yes, okay. this is the patch that got delayed. Gotcha. Uh, I forget exactly when it got delayed to. Um, okay, so it was scheduled for mid-June, but said it'll be... But, uh, it, was, it said that it'll be delayed by one to two weeks, maybe a month. Okay. So yeah, I'll be I'll still be waiting for that for for a while now. I might jump back into Final Fantasy though. I've been I've been itching for just you know a social multiplayer experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's the news. Uh, if y'all are looking to save some bucks on video games, we've got a sale. This is the oh what? I gotta scroll to the top. The big in Japan sale. Uh, there, there's a lot of a lot of Japanese video games here. Uh, I'm gonna scroll all the way down to the bottom. Oh man, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Who? See here. If if you want to get out in the city, and you want to just you know interact with some weird characters in a way that you shouldn't be doing right now, there are some Yakuza games on sale. Uh, Yakuza 0 is $10, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is $20, and the uh, Yakuza Remastered Collection, which is 3 4 and 5 is $45. Wow. That's a lot of game. Uh, let's see here, Castlevania Anniversary Collections, $9, and then also the Castlevania Requiem with uh, Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood is $9. If you want some chibi Final Fantasy in your life, uh, World of Final Fantasy is twelve fifty. <laughs> nice. Uh, Catherine Full Body is thirty dollars. Remaster that game. If you want some shit Contra, you can get Contra Rogue Core for ten dollars, or you can get some good Contra with the Anniversary Collection for nine dollars. Tyler, you understand this phrase? Mom's dead. Parkour. No, I don't. You did not watch the Giant Bomb Quiet Man playthrough? Not the full playthrough, no. Oh, God. Okay, so, yeah, the Quiet Man, if you want to play some garbage, is five yeah. bucks. God, I forgot about that game. Ay ay. Uh, a couple Dark Souls on sale. Dark Souls 3 Deluxe Editions, $20, uh, $21. And Dark Souls Remastered is $24. I'm surprised you haven't played any Dark Souls. Yeah, I've, you know, no, I've never played Dark Souls. I mean, you know, we, we've kind of been delayed in our Neo playthrough because we haven't been able to hang out, but... Yeah. I, Dark Souls, man. It's right there. You can play Dark Souls. I'm not going to be mad if you play Dark Souls without <laughs> me. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe one of these days. Uh, Tales of Berseria is $15. Ooh. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Deluxe Edition is $25. That's a Great fucking game. Other Devil May Cries are on sale as well. So, yes. Cool. 
Soul Caliber 6 is $18. Alright. Uh, let's see, both the Dragon Quest Builders games are on sale for $36. And then... Uh, okay. Oh, wait, is that a package? No, it's just... Oh. Each one of them is on sale. But not, not as a package. I think Damn I don't... It. Dragon Quest Eleven. No. That's Dragon Quest. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven. Maybe? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, okay, so... There's some Resident Evil on sale, Tyler. Alright. Resident Evil, $5. Resident Evil Zero, $5. Resident Evil 2 Deluxe Edition, $23. RE4, 5 and 6 are all $8. Alright. And Code Veronica X is seven fifty. Nice. Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen, $10. People like that game. Yes. Master, Masterworks all. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Oh, man. That's what the blacksmith says. There's a lot of Final Fantasy. So Final Fantasy Type-0. Remember that game? You, you yes. played that game, right? Yeah, I haven't finished it yet. Um, I think I'm just going to go ahead and finish that. I was going to go for the Platinum, but I don't give a shit about trophies anymore. <laughs> so that game's on sale for 10 Final Fantasy 7 the original's on sale for 8 Final Fantasy 8 Remastered is $10. 10 and 10 2 is twelve fifty. 12, the Zodiac Age is $25. And then Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition is seventeen fifty. Keith just platinum that game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. So there's, uh, I forget what that boss is towards the end. That is a really big boss fight. You got to finish, got to beat him to get a trophy. Um, and he's like level 99 or something like that. Um, yeah. there is also a weapon that you get in like chapter 13 in that game where it's, uh, you, you just can kind of vanquish enemies basically. I don't know yeah. if you remember that. Mm-hmm. So one of the updates, so previously that item would not work on that boss, but there was an update that they made it work, but it is such a small chance, very small chance. So Keith said he spent all this time grinding up. He starts to fight, and then he's like, you know what, let me try to use this. Let's just see. And and it fucking worked. On the first try. Yes. So he spent Jesus. all that time grinding for no reason, and then it just fucking worked. And then he got popped the trophy and got the platinum. I'm like, oh my god, that's funny as hell. God damn. So yeah. Uh, if you want to do some music rhythm, Persona Dancing Endless Night Collection is twenty-two dollars. Wow! You remember uh, Galgun? Yes. How could I forget? <laughs> Galgun two, eleven twenty-four. Man, uh, Nino Kuni: Wrath of the White Witch Remastered is twenty-nine dollars. Nice. Oh, we got a lot of Mega Man. So. Mega Man and a lot of and a lot of Naruto. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, wow. Uh, let's see here. There's Mega Man 30th Anniversary bundle for forty dollars. I imagine you just get a lot of shit there. Uh, the Legacy Collection and Legacy Collection Two are on sale. Uh, pretty cheap. You can get them as a combo pack, and then the Legacy Mega Man X Legacy Collections One and Two are available individually or as a combo pack. But pretty cheap prices for a lot of Mega Man. All right, let's get into this Naruto. <laughs> All right, there's 
Mar, Mar, I almost said Mar, Mar, Naruto <laughs> Shippuden, Ultimate Ninja Storms 2, 4, Legacy, the Ninja Storm Trilogy, some DLCs for, for 3 and 4. Jesus. Just go look, check the PlayStation Store for Naruto. Yeah, oh my gosh, there's a lot. And if you want to do some fishing, Monster of the Deep Final Fantasy XV DLC is on sale for $15. Yeah, and then the Monster Hunter World Iceborne Master Edition. Master Edition Digital Deluxe. Jesus Christ. $47. Wow. But yeah, this is the Big in Japan sale. Go check that out on the PlayStation Store if you're looking to save some money on some Japanese video games. Yeah, this is awesome, and and it... I mean, yeah, there's some older, you know, more legacy titles in here, but then it also just shows how how many awesome Japanese games have come out over, you know, this generation. Mm-hmm. Some really good ones in here. Alrighty, well, it's time to get into the new games that are out releasing this week. If you want to get us started. Yeah, uh, Active Neurons. On PS4 and Vita. Um, oh, great. It's a game that trains the player in spatial logical thinking. Great. <laughs> uh, there's Arcade Spirits. Um, it is a visual novel, romantic comedy. Okay. Uh, Book of Demons on PS4. Uh, it's a hack and slash deck building hybrid. If you want some survival horror that isn't everyday life, Daymare 1998 has you covered. Oh, okay. Is this a bad video game? Uh, I don't or... know. Hmm. I was just saying uh, every day is a survival horror game, well, but if you want yeah. a video game. That is true. Also, that very much looks like a Idris Elba on the art. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh, Down the Rabbit Hole on PlayStation VR. It's an adventure game set in Wonderland prior to Alice's arrival. I see some tentacles here. This is this is a game called Dreadnautical. Uh, yeah, tentacles, cruise ships, lightning. It it's it's a turn-based RPG. All right, Gun Crazy on PS4. Uh, this art. Combined with this title is not what I would have expected if someone just said, what do you think when, if something is called gun crazy? Wouldn't have expected this, but a fast-paced and hectic arcade-style action shoot 'em up Tyler, do you want to meet your inner <laughs> friend? Man, this looks depressing as shit. God. No, I, I don't, I don't. Fine. Uh, Jigsaw Abundance. <laughs> Great. <laughs> God. That's... Uh, it's a puzzle where I guess you're building actual puzzles. Jesus Christ. All right, Tyler. Here's the one that I want us to play in co-op. Moving out. All right. Uh, so, yeah, it, you're, you're basically uh, picking up furniture and moving it out. Uh... I've seen a lot of videos of this game. It looks like a lot of fun. It's kind of like that overcooked level of cooperation. Yeah. 
Yes, this this looks goofy. I could be down to play this sometime. Uh, Sakura Wars. That okay, Tyler? Sakura. To... Sakura. Yeah. <laughs> that that is a word you should just know how to pronounce. Yes. Sakura Wars. Digital and retail. Uh, yeah. Let's try to see if it says really what it is. I don't know. Uh, it is a Japanese game though. Wow, you're just going to say that. I'm just saying. I don't know if it's a JRPG, if it's a graphic novel. It doesn't really say. Okay. Uh, Tyler, if you want to do some trucking, uh, (laughs) SnowRunner is out on PlayStation 4. All right. God, this has co-op, too. Oh, wow. Four players. Wow. Uh, Streets of Rage 4. Saw it on PS4. Uh, amongst the best beat-em-up series ever created, jamming 90s beats and over-the-top street beating. So, uh, Streets of Rage coming back. Mm. Yeah, okay. All right, sure. I never really cared for Streets of Rage. That's no. That's not... And the beat-em-up genre is not something I've really engaged with. Yeah. Uh, the last game on this list is Telling Lies. Hmm. Uh, I believe this is an FMV game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. From uh, Sam Barlow, who did Her Story. I remember when Her Story came out years yeah. ago. Okay. Cool. There we go. Those are the video games out this week. Tyler, what do you plan on playing? Hopefully some Final Fantasy, uh, if not, uh, hopefully just some Final Fantasy and Borderlands 3. That's what I'm hoping. All right. Pound out Tyler. DLC. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, I I did a thing because it was on sale. I bought Death Stranding. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I I haven't downloaded it yet. Yeah. But that's sitting there. I think that's going to be after Final Fantasy. Mm Mm-hmm. I I purchased it a week or two ago when that spring sale started, and I'm like, you know what? I'll get to this eventually. But but uh, thirty dollars is the price I wanted to pay for that game. Yeah. Oh God. I hope I didn't make a mistake. Dude, me too. I I I uh, thought that same thing when I bought it. All right. Well. Yeah. We didn't make as a mistake playing Divinity, which we can play. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is that is most definitely one of the better choices we've made. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to choose to end the show here because, you know, I want to get to some of that Divinity. Yeah. Uh, so, let's go out on this. Uh, if you need to get in contact with us before we do a show next week, you can do that a couple of ways. One way is via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at PSReportPodcast. Uh, give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. We're here for you. And, uh, yeah, we just want to give you all the entertainment we can while you're stuck at home probably playing video games, maybe ignoring some of what I say. Uh... <laughs> You can find me at the Arctic Sloth if you want to find some of my hot takes. If you want to find Tyler and his YouTube channel, that's at Plugged On Vids. 
How's that going with music not happening? Um, it's actually been going pretty all right because music has been coming out. Uh, there's been some okay. albums that got delayed because they never got to make um, like the manufacturing of the CDs and vinyl. Um, so they've delayed some albums, but some of them already kind of had it done. So they've been coming out. Um, so yeah, there's but but it's kind of getting to the point where some things have gotten pushed, so there might be a little bit of a drought. We'll see. Oh yeah. Alrighty, well, go check out that. And until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and get beefy.